Business Foundations for Mums with me, Kate Butcher, is the podcast to listen to if you are a mum who is ready to launch your business, not sure where to start or wanting to turn that sideline into something more serious. It will be full of practical tips, mindset advice and inspirational and honest interviews with mums who are juggling business and motherhood. Supporting mums in business to turn your dream into a reality. Welcome to the podcast, Kerry Williams. Kerry is joining us today to tell us all about her business and how she juggles that with family life. So thank you for joining us today, Kerry. Hi, Kerry. Let's get started. So first of all, Kerry, can you just introduce us to who you are, what you do, what your business is, and a little bit about how that all fits in with family life for you? Yes, of course. So um, my name is Kerry. I live and work in and around Tame and Aylesbury, so Bucks and Oxen. Um, I currently run Tanya's School of Dance, which is also known as TSOD, which is dance classes for children aged 18 months to 18 years. I kind of do that part time. And alongside that business, I have recently started up an events company, which originally started doing luxury children's sleepovers and parties and has now taken me down all different avenues and lots of different new areas of that business. So, yeah, basically trying to juggle two jobs, still trying to only work part time, mum of two. Yeah, kind of just sort of juggling plates all day, every day, but but absolutely loving it. So, yeah, happy to to sort of delve in and and chat about anything you want to know really fantastic thank you very much so yeah two different businesses that is a lot to juggle I mean it's a lot to juggle without also having family life and as you said wanting to be able to work part-time so that you can be there for family life as well so how did you come about having two businesses because I I originally know you from Tanya School of Dance from TSOD because my daughter comes along to your dance classes and my son did as well for a little while as well so that was how we originally met Um, but tell us about where your your second business Sleepyheads came from yeah sure so basically I was approached by one of the mums on the playground probably about two and a half years ago now and she was looking to book an events company to do a sleepover for her daughter and she just sort of in passing said to me I think this is something you'd be really good at Kez you know you should look at sort of look into the costs of setting up a company like this and it was literally just an offhand comment but I'm the sort of person that I'll take that and go away and think about it. And I just did a little bit of research and I thought, you know what, this could work really well with having two fairly young children myself. You know, their friends would probably like to do this sort of thing. It's a little bit of a side hustle I can do at the weekends whilst I'm not running the dance school. You know, so I kind of just looked into it and, and took it from there, really. Little did I know at this stage that obviously COVID was about to strike and, you know, I wouldn't be able to run my dance school. So Looking back, the timing was probably perfect for that. But then you could also say that COVID was a really bad time to start a new business because obviously we've all gone through the struggles of the restrictions and things. So basically, that's well, that's essentially how it happened. And the rest is history, really, Kate. It's kind of gone from something tiny to something really big. And now it's a case of juggling the two, which is all fun and games. But yeah, that, that's kind of where it came from. I probably started off doing maybe one booking a month, something like that, just very small, which at the time suited me perfectly. And then once we started getting put into the lockdowns and things, I soon realised that people couldn't celebrate their children's birthdays. There was nothing available. There was nothing they could do. So 
where I wasn't running my dance school, I took that as an opportunity to grow and expand Sleepyheads. And here we are two years in and kind of booked out every weekend now for events and it's getting bigger. And yeah, so that, that's really <laughs> that's amazing and I mean I, I I see on your social media quite a lot the different setups that you do for sleepyheads I suppose a question that always crops into my mind when I look at it is how many different options of setups do you have or or is it a case of if you get a request for something that you haven't got a setup for then you can create it or, or yeah buy in the, the parts for it that's kind of what I love about it. You, I do get to be really creative. Naturally, being a dancer, a dance teacher myself, I've always had that little flair. And I've kind of always had a bit of an eye for detail. You know, that's that's sort of always been me. So, yeah, it's kind of started off, I'd say, with like six basic themes you could choose from. So a girl's sleepover theme, a boy's sleepover theme. And from there, it's just grown because I'm a bit of a shopaholic. I love to go and buy all of the products and the little bits and pieces and, and all of the decor so from there it's it's grown you know it's gone from six themes to probably 16 themes and as you say I've had requests you know say for example a child loves Paw Patrol can you provide a Paw Patrol setup can you provide a backdrop can you provide this can you provide that so before you know it that's kind of how I've expanded in business because I've been asked for things I necessarily haven't bought myself but then I go on to buy them because I realize there's a market for it and yeah it's just growing daily I'm learning daily and I you know I, I don't know how far it will go but let's see you know all the while I'm enjoying it and I can make it work I think yeah it's great and I'm sort of I do love it I genuinely do love it as busy as my life is it it kind of works well because I can pick and choose the hours I work I can still take my kids to school I can still pick them up you know it's getting the balance for me really that's the most important thing absolutely and not only do you do the the kids sleepover tents but you do some adult garden themed tents as well don't you little did I know that I was going to be erecting bell tents for a living but again it's kind of gone hand in hand with what I was doing and then the balloon decor we do like light up numbers we've started getting some sort of wedding supplies in and again it's just where one thing's led on to another I've been booked for like baby showers gender reveals hen parties and it's just different strings to the bow really Kate but it all kind of essentially goes hand in hand if that makes sense gosh so that must be quite a lot of different target markets who you potentially can be pitching to as well which is quite challenging yeah it is yeah definitely and I think like with regard to sleepyheads I've really enjoyed like building the brand as such Mm. I think I listened to your original podcast I, I said to you at the time I was kind of nodding along with everything you were saying because actually that is has been the really fun part for me I, I love anything like that building up your social media followers and that's essentially where I get all of my business plus I'm fortunate in the community a lot of people know me because of the dance school and my connections with that you know where my children go to school where I run my after school clubs it's you know naturally people want to use someone they know and trust and I can understand that you know when you've got someone coming in and decorating your home it, it's it kind of makes life easier if you know somebody or know of someone so yeah, I'm quite lucky in that respect. You know, I know a lot of people, a lot of people know who I am in and around the area. So yeah, yeah it's, been, it's been really fun. And actually, I've, I've made some really, you know, good friends through doing this as well, which is nice, because I always say my clients are all quite similar sort of people, which is lovely, because then a lot of them become friends off the back of it, which is really lovely. 
That's fantastic. And I've noticed you've been doing quite a few collaborations as well recently. So you're working with other party planners who provide different things. Correct. Yeah. So this is kind of, again, something new for me. Um, We're actually running an event this weekend. So basically it's people that do, this industry is really nice. Everybody really supports one another. So people that do similar things, but we're not doing the exact same thing. So for example, I'm working with a grazing company um, whereby they can provide the food, you know, the party food essentially for the party setups that I can provide. So, you know, it, it makes complete sense that we work together because they've got their own following, their own network of people, as have I. But at the same time, we're not in competition with one another. So we're trying to sort of women empower women work together and actually it's been it's been really lovely and again I've made some nice contacts and nice friends through that these are people I speak to daily now that two or three months ago I didn't really know they existed so it's good and in turn I I get my own bookings off the back of that because they recommend me and vice versa and stuff fantastic that's I mean that's that's one of the things that I love so much about working or having contacts I suppose with with other women and a lot of my well, most of my clients are mums and people at the networking meetings that I meet and, and having those contacts it, it it is those people who will sing your praises recommend you shout about you isn't it and that that's what I find so empowering about working with other mums and working with other women in particular it's that's one of the things I love about it it's it's fantastic there is that real solidarity I suppose isn't there Totally. And to be honest with you, I've never really experienced anything like that before. You know, sadly, in some professions, it can be a bit competitive and you end up comparing yourself to others, and which isn't something I've necessarily ever done. I've always sort of just done my own thing. But it's really nice that other sort of artists in that industry are recognising your work and that your work is good. And then they're reposting your stuff on their pages on Instagram and Facebook. And it's, you know, it's really lovely. And actually, we do all work together, like in the sort of Aylesbury community. There's a few of us, quite similar things. And if one of us isn't available for an event, we'll give the others number. And do you know what I mean? We kind of help Absolutely. each other. I've never really known that before. So it is lovely. It is nice to be involved and mm. you know, made a nice, a nice sort of friendship circle. It's lovely. Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. And I found actually, through, yeah, through business, mm-hmm. I've actually made a lot of my very good friends through business and through networking and through the groups that I attend. Because when you're attending a group with people who, or, or when you're working alongside people who are in a similar position to you, you, I suppose, yeah, it's, it's, it's being with like-minded people, isn't it? And I, spending time I, with I, like-minded people. They get it. Do you know what I mean? They get mm. it. If, for example, um, a friend of mine that does the same thing, we've not spoken for two days and I just know that she's busy. She's busy doing her own thing. It's cool. You know, she's got kids, same as me. And then we've just caught up this morning, you know, and you just touch base and you, and there's none of that. Well, you didn't ring me or you didn't get back to me. And yeah, it, it's, it's just understanding one another and the juggling, you know, aspects of, of all of our lives, really. Absolutely, absolutely. And your your first business that you had, Tanya School of Dance. So can you tell me a bit about why you decided um, to have your own business and, and where that came from? Yeah, so basically, uh, Tanya was my mother. I inherited her business. So sadly, when she passed, she basically left the dance school to me. And at the time, I'll be honest, you know, I was 18, 19, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. I'd just come out of college. I wasn't convinced I wanted to be a dance teacher. Do you know what I mean? And I kind of got thrown into it under sort of quite sad circumstances, Mm -hmm. but I kind of just turned it around and made it work for me. Um, And I soon realized that it was nice sort of 
hiring village halls and running my own classes but I'd like to work in schools I'd like to run after school clubs and that's kind of where all of that came from really but as I say I was quite young at the time so looking back it was probably quite a lot to have taken on so I only ever did that part-time and I've also had like I've done other jobs I had a, a beauty and tanning salon back in my early 20s which you know di- it didn't really work out but again I, I put it all down to experience so I have sort of gone down that avenue as well but it's always kind of led me back to doing the dancing it's always led mm. me back and then when I had a family of my own I was very conscious that I didn't want to be out working full-time I, I wanted to work part-time I wanted to be there for my kids particularly when they were young and it was and it worked again it worked really well because it meant that I could be at home with them when they when they needed me when they were tiny and then once they went to school I could go back out and and work again so it's kind of been a bit stop start in that respect I've always ran the dance classes but I could choose how big it went at the different ages if, if that makes sense absolutely so actually you you have had your own business for all of your adult life effectively which yeah is, um... yeah yeah it's God. yeah it's yeah when you look at it like that I have and it's yeah. sort of I've never really known any different to be honest yeah. like I've never gone and done a regular job I've never you know had someone in charge of me and I think that's what I love about what I do because it gives me so much freedom I'm in mm-hmm. control and for, for a lot of people I, I think that's quite daunting isn't it because you've got to keep at it you know you've got mm-hmm. to keep you've got to get up every day you've got to find the motivation but realistically I've never known any difference so I've kind of always had to make it work so yeah that's I think that's why my attitude's quite the way it is really because I've just had to do it and in that respect it's been it's been good for me and it sounds amazing how you've made it work around your family but actually your family and and the commitments that you have to your family have always been at the core of that and and you've made the work fit around that rather than the other way around Totally. Like I do, I do feel like it's quite hard for us as mums. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. you kind of mum guilt, don't you, if you go to work full time. But at the same time, I don't want to be a full time mum. I don't want to only, you know, be a mum and deal with my children, so to speak. I want to be me. I want them to see me working hard and, you know, being able to support them. So yeah, again, it's the juggle of that. But that's worked really nicely for me because I've been able to pick and choose the hours I work and being again like I've said it's it's really just part-time so it's it's great you know I can be around in the daytime there are some some evenings that they would have to go to after school club or you know go to someone's house after school but luckily Mm. my partner we managed to our working hours work quite well together so you you just make it work don't you you just do what you can where you can (laughs) absolutely and make it work is is absolutely essential when it's your own business isn't it you you have to make it work and if it's not working in the format that it's in you have to shift something so that it works a different way and And there's times when you know I feel terrible like school holidays or weekends you know sometimes the kids have to come out with me and go to clients houses or help even help out and you know I feel really bad for that but at the same time I always did that with my mum and that's the life I knew and she sort of built me I guess to be able to do that and I think in turn that's probably what I'm doing with my own children without realizing as such you know Mm. they're learning the ropes and how it all works and hopefully one day you know if they want to then they can be a part of it too absolutely and what an amazing legacy that your mum has left for you there you said you know going out to work with her when you were young has really stood you in good stead for for taking on the business when she passed away I'm sorry about that as well I didn't I didn't know about about that at all where a lot of people don't they, they often say to me like where does Tanya come from who's Tanya mm. 
so yeah it's 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 nice and and also like in the area where I live a lot of people knew my mum a lot of people that used to go to her dance classes now come they have children that come to my classes or they remember me when I was 20 teaching them and they're now adults with children which makes me feel really old (laughs) (laughs) it's nice you know like it's just a nice again it's a nice little industry to be in and a nice little community as well so even if people just come to the dance school for like a small period of time that I feel like they always remember that you know Mm. and they'll always talk about that so it's good absolutely well as you know my daughter came to your classes for a while and then she decided she didn't want to come for a while and then she really missed it and then she decided she wanted to come back again so she's she's back again with you so and she'll never be a natural dancer my daughter but she loves it she loves your classes she thinks it's you know she has so much fun Absolutely. And and for me, that was what it was all about. It was never about finding the best dancers or the most talented children. It was just making any child feel included and never making anyone feel like they're not good enough or can't do something, you know, and, and essentially just build their confidence and give them something fun that they can do with their friends, you know, and for that hour kind of lose themselves in that really. So that's like what what we're about you know what we want to try and promote with the dance school kind of accept any age any ability for whatever period of time like you say kids go through phases you know they want to do something one minute they don't want to do it the next you know I'm I'm learning that with with my two but it's it's nice isn't it they can go back to something as you say it's it shows they liked it in the first place. Absolutely. Yeah, indeed. Thank you. Fantastic. So you've told us all about your your businesses and how they, I suppose, kind of fit in with each other and yeah. with, with family life. And actually, as, as you say, how amazing that you had just started up Sleepyheads just as the pandemic started. So you had something that you could be building and working on and, and that was, a, I suppose, a new business venture to really push which yeah. fitted in quite nicely with the pandemic because you could potentially, I, I suppose, a, a, a lot a lot of points of the pandemic still take the setup to people's houses for them to have something on at home for their children to still celebrate, which is fantastic. Overall, though, would, what would you say the best bit of business advice is that you have been given in the time that you've been in business? Well, that's a good one. OK, so I don't really do this anymore, but I probably did when I was younger. So never compare yourself to anyone else in particular if it's people that are in the same sort of industry or the same field of work naturally you do don't you whatever aspect of life it is Mm -hmm. natural so that would probably be my main one because you'll forever be saying well I'm not doing this or they're doing that and it's yeah just go with your gut you know trust your instincts because I think as well with any job or new job or old job you know if you're not feeling it then you're probably right and kind of some someone once said to me that you make your own luck And I never really understood that. And I think it's more to do with when others say, oh, she's really lucky. You know, she's doing really well. She's really lucky. But actually, you don't get you don't get lucky. You you create it. So that's all to do with your mindset. You know, how how you get up, how you face your day. You know, if you get up and you feel down in the dumps then your whole day is going to go like that, isn't it really? Try and stay positive. Like I say, don't compare myself too much. And yeah go go with that gut feeling you know if something's not quite right you know or if you were going to a job every day and not particularly enjoying it or there was such you know that like icky feeling perhaps that you know definitely means something so listen to that absolutely I mean one of the things that really does come across when when you're talking is how how much you do enjoy what you do how much you love what you do and I think that's exactly what you said there you know if if you're doing something that you don't love we we spend a huge amount of our waking hours doing whatever work it is we do and if you're going out to a job and you're not 
enjoying it or it's not fulfilling you in whatever way you want to do or you're you're dreaming about having some other you know career or some other job I mean that yeah sometimes you have to just take the leap and do it don't you however frightening it is it's always going to be frightening it's always going to be scary okay. but it's things I'm doing now that I would never have dreamt I'd be doing a year, two years ago. You just have, I feel like you have to trust the process as well. You know how like sometimes in life something doesn't work out and you're really gutted at the time and you're, you can't get your head around it. And then actually something better comes together. And it's, yeah, I think with stuff like that, I've always just thought, just trust the process. You know, if we're in, let's say we're in a school running an after school club, that doesn't work out. Like some of our schools we haven't been able to go back to since Mm. COVID but new things have come up. So, you know, you have to kind of just roll with it, don't you, sometimes? And maybe have too many expectations, do you know what I mean? Just kind of wait and see how things pan out because nine times out of 10, from my experience, they work out for the best. Absolutely. No, I agree with that one as well. You know, things do generally work out. I notice it with finance. Yeah, It's it's always when you kind of think, oh gosh, the bank balance is getting a bit low and I've got bills due to come out and and someone pays you. And- you know something I, that you're expecting it always just seems I, to work out as long as you have the right mindset around it I, you've got to manifest these things haven't you which and I'm like a real believer in that I love the book the secret mm-hmm. money the power that's like my go-to and I've always always believed in that you know the dream believe achieve effect because if if you if you want something enough you can make it work you can make it happen and like you say with the finance thing I completely agree whereas spent all day kind of oh god you know I've got no money I don't know what I'm going to do and you know have that mindset yeah totally that you're not going to bring it to you are you so exactly the words we use are so powerful and if if we use negative words and no's and not going to happens and and those kind of things all the time it won't I think I can't remember who it was who said the quote I think was it Henry Ford maybe if you think you can or if you think you can't you're right either way because you will go where you know if if you really want something like you say you will go out and you will get it and you will achieve it and you will do what you need to do to make it happen the the manifesting thing I I really struggled with manifesting for to start with because I thought you can't just put it out there and then it just happens but no it doesn't you put it out there and then that makes you make it happen which for me is so significant it's such a massive learning for me over the last few years to to realize that that you can make anything happen if you try hard enough and if you really want it yeah and I think that's where it comes back to that thing I said about luck Mm. you know you're young and you're growing up and you're just oh you know she got some new shoes she's lucky or he got this he's lucky it's it's not that at all you know and and as an adult I realized that and how you can kind of make that work in business as well if that makes sense exactly it totally does yeah you you make your own luck and you earn enough money to go out and buy those shoes it's it's that simple so yeah Absolutely. That's it. And I think, you know, that's what always like financial independence has always been a massive thing for me because I don't want to rely on someone else to buy me the things I want or need, you know. So, again, that that's a good motivational tool as well, you know, and just being able to provide a, a great life for my kids. And, you know, it's um, it goes about saying, doesn't it, really, without spoiling them within moderation. Do you know what mm. I mean? Absolutely. Fantastic. Thank you. And you mentioned a couple of books there that you really enjoy or that you always have as your go-to books. Can you tell us a little bit more about them? Yeah, of course. So someone I knew years and years ago, probably like maybe 15, 16 years ago, introduced me to a book called The Secret. 
which as we've just said is all about sort of manifesting things um the dream believe achieve effect etc and in that series there's a few different books so there's the secret mm. power the money and those books have literally changed my life they've changed my the way I look at situations, even down to things like when I was pregnant with my daughter, my first childbirth was a bit of a, a rough ride. And then when, when I had my daughter, I read The Power because I used to wake up at silly o'clock, you know, as you do when you're pregnant. And it like helped me through my labour. I, I can't really explain mm. it. It just changed my mindset. And in turn, I then had a really lovely, easy labour with my daughter, which you could say is a complete coincidence, but it really helped me. And I always, I don't read those books as much anymore, but I always refer back to them. So say mm-hmm. a problem arises, or I want something, or I want to go for something new, I tend to always have a little look at those books, and I keep them. Weirdly, I keep them by my bedside. So when I'm asleep at night, they're there, kind of looking over me, which might sound really bizarre to some people, but it's just something that kind of works for me. And it's just been a great tool in in business, you know, in relationships, in all different aspects of my life. But they're they're my kind of go to, my little Bibles, and yeah, I just like their sort of daily quotes and things like that as well. I just find they really help, yeah. and they can help pull you out of a bit of a dark place if you need it. So yeah, it's good. Fabulous. Oh, the Secret I've read. I didn't realise there was more books in the series, so I'm yeah. going to go and check those ones out. Yeah. And they're all by the same author. They are, and it's a very similar pattern of, of like how the books are written. Mm-hmm. But the the one about the money is obviously all about drawing money into your life, and the one about the power, which is the one I used with the whole childbirth thing, is just sort of like overcoming fears and mm-hmm. really helping with like your mindset and what what you're capable of doing. So yeah, they're, they're great. And do you know the name of the author? Is is it Rona? Someone Rona. Rona, that's correct. Yeah, I haven't got the surname. I'm sorry, I should have had it. That's all right. I'm going to put the details in the show notes. I can. I've I've got it on my my Audible somewhere, so uh, I will go and put the note. You can get them in like audio form. I believe there's a film as well, but I've I've there is. I've always just enjoyed, you know, having a little look through the books because you can just kind of pick them up where you want to as well. I do this random thing where I just open the book and whatever page it happens to open on will be like my thing for that particular day or that particular. Fantastic. What a good idea. Yeah, it's really random. But it's a like... really good way of just boosting your mindset, I suppose, isn't it? And... Exactly that. Mm. Yeah. And I'm the same kind of like if I want something new, I do that with the book and read that particular page. It's yeah. really works for me. Fantastic. And do you have a particular tool as well that you use within your business? Any apps, any programs, any tools, anything that, that for you, you would recommend to another business owner? I'm quite old school the way I do things. You know, Instagram has been an amazing platform, particularly for sleepyheads. Mm-hmm. Also visual, and it's all about the folk getting the right photograph and showcasing what you do. So that's been amazing. You know, building your brand for me that's so important, and and how something looks. Yeah. With regard to a tool, not necessarily because, as I say, mm. I'm quite I'm quite old school. You know, people tend to sort of message me if they want to book something, booking with me personally. I like the mm-hmm. whole experience to be quite a personal one, mm-hmm. as opposed to going on a website and booking this. And, do you know what I mean? Mm, absolutely. I of much help there but no, it's, I mean yeah. Instagram in itself it's a fantastic yeah. tool isn't it so. it's been 
yeah, it's been phenomenal. I'm kind of just, I've got someone helping me out with my socials at the moment. Mm -hmm. What she does is she boosts your followers. She makes the brand a little bit more appealing. And I've, I mean, I've only been with her for three weeks, but I'm learning so much. But again, that's just all part of building the business, building the brand. You mentioned some, some bits in your other podcast about, you know, people have got to believe it. They've got to fall in love with it. They've got to understand it all. So Mm you know, I'm sort of constantly posting on the Instagram page, but I actually really enjoy that. That's all part of my daily routine. It's all part of my work now, which I love. I know you can get people to run your socials and stuff, but if it's your your forte, it's quite nice, isn't it? It is, absolutely. And I mean, as you know, I'm a virtual assistant. So a lot of what I do for my clients is posting on their socials and it's really interesting because with different clients some people really like to do the visual stuff so they'll do all the visuals and we'll do the words to go with it and then there are other people who are like me the other way around I'm not visual at all in the slightest but I I love words so I like to write my content yeah and then I've got a lady who creates my visuals for me because I just can't do that stuff that side of things and then we've got other clients who like to do both of those bits and then they just give it to us to schedule and other clients who would never let go of any of that because you know that's that's their stuff that's the stuff they really love to do if it's something you love if it's a part of your business that you love then doing it yourself is is probably going to have better results than getting somebody else to do it for you so yeah get the photos of all the content it's Mm. like and it's so exciting because you're like oh can't wait to post it can't wait to share it and the more you post in turn the more orders you get so it's you know it's a win-win really so yeah it's good really good absolutely fantastic and in terms of taking the photographs for your Instagram do you take all your own photos I do yeah so I just on my on my phone on my iPhone mm. I, I'm upgraded so I've got like the newest model so I can get all the so I'm learning like every day little like lighting tricks and I've got a few different apps on my phone that I use to use different filters and you know get the the right kind of vibe with stuff but if I'm honest again that's something that's always interested me I've always liked that sort of thing Mm -hmm. so you know I'm getting to do it all the time and I make little reels or like little TikTok videos of some of the work which is good again learning every day and then obviously you can put the music over it and stuff which is really appealing because as I say Instagram's Mm -hmm. all it, and a lot of people use it so and also I follow lots of other people that do the same sort of thing which is great for inspiration as well and everybody's really helpful you know you can message another supplier and say loved that how did you do this how and and they'll always come back and give advice and help you which is so nice and quite unheard of I think actually so yeah it's it's a great community fantastic thank you so much wow you've given us loads of gems today Kerry thank you so much could you sorry I've gone off on lots of different paths and different stories and things that's exactly what a conversation is all about <laughs> that's what we do so that's that's exactly where people get their inspiration from as well isn't it hearing your story and hearing you know how everyone ends up where they are and, and the different routes that we've all taken it's uh, it's it's really inspiring for people to to hear all of those those tangents that we take so thank you can you, before we finish, give us a little update on where we can find you, how people can get in contact with you or follow you or see what you do? Yeah, of course, no problem. So on the socials, both Instagram and Facebook, Sleepyheads is literally at Sleepyheads. And the TSOD page, so the dance school page, um, we mainly use our Facebook for, for the dance school. Is You can find us at TSOD. And we also have a website for the dance school, which is tanyaschoolofdance.co.uk. And all of those socials, you'll be able to find my contact details. So people tend to just kind of message me or give me a buzz. But yeah, kind of that's 
kind of what we do and how it works really perfect well I'll make sure all of those links are in the show notes as well so if anybody does want to find you they can just go along to the show note page show notes page and click on the links and see what you do and see where you are thank you so much for joining us today and for your gems of wisdom no thanks for having me Kate I hope you have a great day and I'll I'll catch you soon absolutely it's been lovely to chat to you thank you Kerry take care bye 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 Thank you for joining us here at Business Foundations for Mums. Come and join the Business Planning Challenge for Mums to create a plan to drive your business ideas forward. The challenge starts on Monday the 21st of March in a private Facebook group. Find the link to join in the show notes. You can find all of our episodes, show notes and blog posts at businessfoundationsformums.co.uk and you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook.